Hi, and welcome to another one of our live podcasts. Today is March 10th, 2023, and uh, I do apologize for not being on the last couple days. Uh, Things have been kind of hectic here because of certain personal things. Uh, My mother's uh, kind of taken a turn for the worst, and Each one of us have been trying to, uh, of our kids have been trying to sneak in and spend some final hours with her if possible, uh, because we're not exactly sure when things are going to happen, but they are slowly moving in a southerly direction to speak uh, plainly. So I have been a bit distracted these last couple days with that. I have also been doing things behind the scenes with trying to make this podcast a little bit better and uh, trying to work a few things on the backside of that. And I kind of have an idea of a direction in which to go, but it's going to take a few days to fully materialize uh, with the podcast or with the website and all that. So at this point in time, uh, just ask you to bear with me and, and have a little patience. Uh, Today is the Friday of the second week of Lent, so I will be getting into the lectionary readings that are in Masses throughout the world today. Uh, They are pretty standard. Um, There are certain things that uh, uh, go on behind the scenes uh, in churches and also in front of the scenes uh, as far as Uh, things that everybody knows, but uh, it's pretty much at this point where we're at on this particular podcast, just trying to get a whole lot of stuff organized, put together, and uh, just present uh, the gospel message the way that we uh, have intended. So that's something that's being worked out. I, I do hope that you'll be a little bit more patient with me on it. I do have things that are about to happen uh, with this podcast, with getting everything a little bit more smoother, but a lot of it also depends on how I get through this weekend work-wise and with my mother's situation. I will at least try to get at least one podcast up a day, uh, a live podcast where I'll at least explain the lectionary, and we'll go on from there, and hopefully... I keep saying this, but because it's it's really true, I really want to get this podcast going in a direction that really helps you uh, full-time. Uh, there's also going to be a series that will start showing up on the website in a blog form about dealing with grief, depression, uh, basic things like that, uh, that I think will be a little bit more far-reaching, and I'm looking into some kind of ability for you to connect with us both in prayer and also uh, in other ways of being able to support one another. But these are the things that we will be working on uh, together. So with that in mind, let us move ahead and uh, look at the gospel readings and, and the lectionary readings for today. And today starts out with a reading from the book of Genesis. Israel loved Joseph most of all of his sons, for he was the child of his old age, and he made him a long tunic. When his brothers saw that 
their father loved him best of all of his sons. They hated him so much that they would not even greet him. One day when his brothers had gone to pasture their father's flocks in Sechem, Israel said to Joseph, your brothers, you know, are tending our flocks at Sechem. Get ready. I will send you to them. So Joseph went after his brothers and caught up with them in Dothan. They noticed him from a distance, and before he came to them, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes that master dreamer. Come on, let us kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns here. We could say that a wild beast devoured him. We shall then see what comes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to save him from their hands, saying, We must not take his life. Instead of shedding blood, he continued, Just throw him out into that cistern there in the desert. But do not kill him outright. His purpose was to rescue him from their hands and return him to his father. So when Joseph came up to them, they stripped him of the long tunic he had on. Then they took him and threw him into that cistern, which was empty and dry. They then sat down to their meat. Looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, their camels laden with gum, balm, and resin, to be taken down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What is to be gained by killing our brother and concealing his blood? Rather, let us sell him to these Ishmaelites, instead of doing away with him ourselves. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agreed. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. The Word of the Lord. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. When the Lord called down a famine on the land and turned the crop that sustained them, he sent a man before them, Joseph sold as a slave. Sorry about that. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. They had weighed him down with feathers, and he was bound with chains, till his prediction came to pass, and the word of the Lord proved him true. Behold the marvels the Lord has done. The king sent and released him. The rulers of the peoples set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
so that everyone who believes in him might have eternal life. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and to the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again he sent other servants more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death, and lease his vineyard to other tenants, who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, did you ever read in the scriptures, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. When the chief priest and the Pharisees heard this parable, they knew that he was speaking about them and although they were attempting to arrest him, they feared the crowds, for they regarded him as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ Today's lectionary readings are something most people trip over. Because they sit back and they wonder, why do bad things happen to good people? I mean, you see, Joseph... He did nothing wrong, except be highly favored of his father. And his brothers, when they saw him coming, decided they wanted to do him harm. And they ended up harming him. They ended up doing evil, mischief, wickedness. They threw him in a pit, and they sold him as a slave to Ishmaelites to end up in Egypt. And that's something that puzzles a lot of people. Why would God allow such a bad thing to happen? Well, if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know that I point out Joseph's answer to this question later in his life, as recorded in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, when he says, what you meant for evil, God turned into something good. And it shows something about the amazing power of God. 
to take extremely bad situations and make something good out of them. You see, it's not that there are hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, murders, rapes, or other violence that have happened to people throughout the ages, enslavement, bigotry, hatred. It's not any of that. But it's how God uses those moments to bring out something amazing, something marvelous, something our responsorial psalm tries to remind us as we are to remember the marvels that the Lord has done. Because we see in our response psalm a message that before God called the famine in the land and ruined the crops, he sent Joseph as a slave to Egypt. Now, the slavery wasn't good for Joseph, but the end result was good for everyone. He made Joseph ruler of his house and ruler over all his possessions. Even though he was weighed down with fetters, even though bad times had come upon him. And this is something we need to remember. Something we need to focus on in our lives is this goodness that is going on. I could be focused more upon how I'm about to lose my mother because she is nearing the end of her life. And it's a natural situation. It's not some great disease. It's just her body is slowly shutting down. The other day, her blood pressure was 78 over 35. She stopped eating. They have to feed her and give her uh, an IV to keep her nourished. She's lost a lot of weight. I think a couple weeks ago, she was right around 180, and now she's almost 100 pounds. So there's not a good thing going on right now. Not with her. But what is the good thing? Well, one of the good things is that she's nearing a point in time where she'll pass from this life into the next. And then it's dependent upon how she's lived her life as to where she ends up. And that's something none of us can control. I think some of our grief is in the realization that we could lose somebody forever if they haven't lived their lives right. But we need to understand that this life here isn't everything. The reason why babies die, the reason why innocents suffer, is because this is not everything. And that's a hard message to get across, because we want to gain the world, even at the cost of our souls. We want the health, we want the wealth, we want the nice things of this life. 
even if it'll cost us heaven. That's why people get upset when grandma dies. When our loved ones are taken away from us. Is because we're only looking at the answer to our prayer in this life. And we forget that no eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has waiting for us. And that we ought to lay up treasure in heaven. Where moth does not eat away at, nor thieves steal from us. For there is nothing in this world that can separate us from the true love of God in Christ Jesus. If we will place ourselves in him.